Parenting is hard enough on a good day, but when you're facing a huge change, whether it be divorce, moving, a health crisis, or even a pandemic, it can be downright overwhelming. My name is Sarah Olsher, and I'm the founder of Mighty and Bright, where I help your family cope with the uncertainty that comes from life's major upheavals. Together, we can help you and your kids take this hard time and turn it into resilience that you can use for the rest of your lives. Join me for quick and easy five to 10 minute episodes that will leave you 100% positive that you got this. Good morning, friends. Did you know that cancer is a disability? I did not actually know that. Um, So my guess is you might not either. Um, The thing is, once you have cancer, it's never really over, even if you are have no evidence of disease or you're in remission, as many people think of it. Um, It's never actually over. There are a lot of side effects that you live with for a long time. There's increased risk of other things happening, um, like heart disease, depending on what kind of uh, treatment you've had. And if you are like me and you're dealing with ongoing medication to keep the cancer from coming back, those things can affect you in a variety of ways. And for me, uh, cancer has affected me long-term in a number of ways. Uh, The first is, and the main one I would say is probably fatigue. Um, And that means that I just get tired more easily than other people do. Um, There are other physical things that happen, like, for example, because I had all of my lymph nodes removed from one side, I can never lift five pounds, more than five pounds on that side, or at least I'm not supposed to. It does seem to get better over time. Um, Like, I'm, I'm definitely lifting over five pounds, and it's not causing me any problems, but you're not supposed to. Um, Depending on the type of cancer you have, you know, some people have body parts removed. I had my breasts removed, which obviously doesn't impact my, like, day-to-day life super, like, a lot as if I had had, you know, bone cancer and had to have, like, a leg or an arm removed. Um, But it does cause me pain um, in my chest and in my arms sometimes. Um, So... All of that to say, you know, these are things that I don't think a lot of people think about when they think about cancer survivors. They kind of think, okay, well, you had a really rough year of treatment and now it's over. Um, But a lot of us are living with physical side effects, um, emotional, you know, post-traumatic stress, all kinds of things. So I wanted to share today what I have learned from living with a disability And because I have this disability, I really don't have a choice but to listen to my body. That means, like, if I run out of energy at 2 p.m., like, I can't fix it. Like, I have to relax. I have to take a break. Um, I don't have a choice but to work less and take those breaks when necessary. I don't have a choice but to deal with my emotions when they come up because if it's related to my medical trauma or, you know, anxiety related to cancer, like those emotions completely take over everything. Um, Like in summary, I basically don't have a choice but to accept my limitations. And my family doesn't have a choice either. 
Um, I have to set boundaries with people, including my family members, um, because if I want to get things done that are important to me or that are on my to-do list, I have to protect my energy. I only have a certain amount of it. And if I spend it doing things that I didn't plan on or that aren't important to me, then I don't have enough energy left for the things that do matter to me. So I think there are a lot of things that people can learn from people who are dealing with disabilities. And namely, I think that the main thing is just because you can do more work or more things doesn't mean that you should. And I think the boundaries is the other thing that everyone could benefit from. Basically, we as parents especially are kind of trained to give and give and give to our kids and at the expense of ourselves a lot of the time. If we are married, we are giving to our partner. Some of us are better than this at others um, than others are, you know, laying the boundaries, saying, I can't do that for you, or I won't do that for you, or that's your responsibility. But many of us feel guilty doing that. And having a disability in some ways has been a gift to me because I don't have a choice but to lay those boundaries down. It kind of reminds me of going through my divorce and sharing custody. If I had not been forced to share custody with my ex-husband, I don't think I ever would have taken time for myself. I would have spent all of my time with my daughter and felt horribly guilty uh, for not doing that because it would have made me feel like I wasn't as good of a mother. But not having the choice kind of gave me permission to not feel that guilt anymore. And the truth is, the guilt is a choice. We can choose to feel guilty about it, or we can choose to not feel guilty about it. Um, if we're going to make the same decision anyway, then the guilt is kind of pointless. All it does is weigh a lot and make you feel terrible and, you know, not not allow you to enjoy the things that you are doing. So if you have decided you are not going to, you know, work past 5 p.m., if you have decided that you are going to spend that time with your family, and then you go home and you spend that whole time with your kids feeling guilty, you've defeated the purpose. You're still not enjoying your life. And guilt doesn't, doesn't serve a whole lot of purpose. Um, it usually is there because we have a sinking feeling that we're doing something wrong. But if we've decided that this is something that we're going to do because it is right, even though it's hard, then the guilt is completely pointless. I would like to encourage you to think a little bit more about your needs, both physical and emotional, and think about you know whether you're doing things because you can and you think you should, um, or because you actually want to. I think I would have spent a lot more time working because I physically could at my last job, um, and I would have sacrificed a lot of things if I could have. And that doesn't mean that I should have, but I probably would have. So if you think about your needs and really like think about them, 
and say to yourself, like, I need to spend time with my family without thinking about my job. I need to, you know, relax in the evenings without, you know, doing this bedtime routine 9,000 times. I need my partner to step up. I need more help. Just because you can do it yourself doesn't mean you should. And if you act as if you have a disability and you really don't have a choice, then you're forced to get a little creative. You're forced to figure out how you can do less because you need to do less. And in reality, we all need to do less. There's way, way too much stuff that we are doing, things that we've piled on our plates because we feel guilty. I would like to see more of us taking a slower time, taking a, um, giving ourselves a break because we need to. Just because you can do more doesn't mean you should. As parents, nothing matters more to us than our kids. And when we see them struggling, it hurts. That's why I created all of the resources at Mighty and Bright to help your kids through all kinds of difficult things, whether it's a divorce or a major health crisis or just a big change in your family. So as a listener of the podcast, I'm giving you 10% off the entire website. So head on over to mightyandbright.com and use the coupon code podcast at checkout.